What's up, soccer players? Welcome to another episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience. It is me, your co-host, Andy, but my main man, Berg. Berg, what's going on, man? Man, you know when you... um. You know when you had a nice nap and then you wake up like you're tired, like you 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 likely gonna go back to sleep for like another two hours. That's how I feel. Like I feel nice right now. I feel oh man, rejuvenated. I could go to sleep again. Mm. How about you, man? How you doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. I I just feel like you know uh, the the year is certainly to be honest, the year is coming to a close. You what, know, it's what year are you talking about? Your age? Are you talking about the year to die? Uh, the calendar year, twenty three. Oh yeah, that's done. <laughs> the moment summer, <laughs> the moment summer ended, the moment you hit like mid July, it was over. Like it's already four season. There's already leaves on the ground. Um, the well, temperature starts to change. There ain't, no like, there ain't no leaves down here yet. I don't know about not uh, yet. No, yeah, not there's, yet. There's, there's leaves start to fall down here. Wow, temperature started <laughs> cooling. Like on average now, it's like the highest it's gonna be. It's it is. It gets to like seventy five. Wow, seventy five. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. it's already it's already fall here. Hmm. Yeah, but time uh, gonna you know, change soon too. It it yeah, and for me that's when it's like all right, time to wrap it up because yeah. <laughs> you know the the sun's down. It's four p.m. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's something it's, depressing in the northeast. Just, yeah. It's, it could be like five o'clock, and it 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 looks like it's like eight p.m. during mm-hmm. the during the fall and the winter. Yeah, but um, other than that, life is good. You know, just just came back from working with Hoboken FC, uh, adult team near me. Um, you know, we lost, but you know, first game Ooh. of the season. Hopefully, we'll bounce back and and get to it. But um, today we have a interesting episode. I think we're we're talking about genetics and. Specifically, we're going to go through five things and we're going to discuss, are you built different or not? Like, is it genetics that'll make a difference? That, that's that's what people say, though. Built different. Oh, I'm built different. Built different. <laughs> I'm built different. Okay. Like, do you need to do recovery? Nah, Andy, I'm built different. I'm good. You know? Like, that's just how it be. Mm. But, uh, yeah, so why don't we go straight into it with the first thing people always say genetically based let's talk about speed genetics i don't even you don't even you don't even need to go (laughs) we don't even need to have a whole argument that's genetics can it be improved absolutely but genetics bro it's genetics i'll give you i'll give you a clear example it has nothing to do with um just just i remember this vividly like like when i was um when I was, I was, I was like, I was like seven, right? We were doing a race. It was like the first race. It was like a joke race. I have a mm. teacher wanted to see who was faster, right? So he, he lined us up. He lined us up. I think it was about eight of us. He lined us up and we had to run like, I think like 60 yards and come back. The moment he hit the whistle, I took off. I didn't know I was fast. I just took off. And then all I know was as I was coming back, that's when people were like halfway there. And I was like, what What happened there? Did they not hear the whistle? <laughs> Did they not hear the whistle? That's when I knew like I had, I had some speed in me. Mm. Right. So fast forward, I'm 15. Right. I'm doing now I'm in school. I know I'm fast, but I haven't had like a race with the top guys that in in my in the in my class 
that could run, right? Because in, in, in Haiti, we had this thing where um, we had a PE class. In the PE class, um, your grade depended on how you perform in whatever tests the coach decided to test you. So if you if he's testing you in long jump, I'm getting a I'm getting a a, 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 a D automatically. <laughs> Doesn't matter your skill. You just got to be do well in that particular test. If he's doing like hundred meter, I know I'm getting an A. If he's doing four hundred meter, I know I'm getting an A. If he's doing like um, jump, I know I'm getting an A. But anything technical, disc javelin throwing i know i'm failing that class so that day we're doing we're doing 100 meter right he hit the whistle bro i knew i was fast (laughs) i took off and then i saw a kid just pass me Mm. the first 30 yards he dusted me dude Mm. i was like whoa that's that there's level to this (laughs) (laughs) When he passed me, I remember when I was seven and then I was dusting everybody. He passed. I was like, how come somebody is so fast within the first 20 yards? It made no sense. Dude, he left everyone behind. I got close to him one, like when we got to close to like the finish line, but he won that race. But just the fact that he could explode off rip. And mind you, we weren't working out. At that time, no, like no, we're not lifting weight. No. We're talking about 15 years old. Yeah, we yep. have PE class where they teach you how to be athletic. Well, they didn't teach you; they just make you do a bunch of exercise, going up and down the stairs, uh, doing 1500 meters, all that stuff, right? But as far as lifting weight Mm-mm. and knowing how to lift, knowing how to lift to be strong and fast, we weren't there yet. Like we, we didn't. I didn't lift weight. I was, I think. I started lifting weight, but I wasn't lifting weight. I was lifting weight to do like bodybuilding, like bicep curl, pull up, push up. We weren't doing squats. We only care about our upper body because it's what the girls care about. Mm-hmm. Like that dude took off. He left every single one of us behind the first 20. And once we get to like 70 yards, I started catching up to him. By that time, like he was, he was already too late. Oh, he's gone. He was he's gone. gone bro. Forget it. Forget I it. I competed with him. Um, a 400 meter. He beat me the first 200. Mm. Like he took off and I'm just watching. I'm just watching his back. I was like, damn, like, I didn't know. I didn't know he was that fast. Hey, and then once he got to 200 meter, he, 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 he his genetics, <laughs> my genetic kicked in because I could still go. <laughs> I still could still go at that sp- same speed and him, he started to slow it down and I beat him the rest of the 200 meter. Mm. That was like, I, that was I realized, oh, I'm fast, but I have, I'm fast and I have a little bit of in, more endurance than most people. And some people are just fast. You ain't, you ain't beating him in, in, in a hundred meter race. Mm-hmm. That's how I know, like, it's genetic. I, I'm going to go with you. I'm also going to vote genetics. And I, I do want to emphasize, as you did, that everybody can improve, whether that be the slowest on the field or the fastest. You can always get faster and you should always want to get faster because, these days, speed is either a, a threat to your opponent or a threat to yourself. And either way, it's something that needs to be improved on to either diminish or, or improve that threat. Um, Those 50 now, 50 balls, man. They, they, yeah. they speed, speed, speed uh, comes into play in those 50 50, 50, 50 ball. But there's a, that's a hack to, um, that's a hack to, um, to, to it, it, it looks like you fast, but you're not really fast. That's a hack. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Some players are really good at yeah, that. Yeah, I'll give you a name, Sergio Busquets. Why does he feel like... No, he never looks fast. No, no, he no, just no, always no. is in the right no, spot. Exactly. That's when you're, in the, when you're in the right spot, you don't have to sprint that hard to get the ball, right? That's true. Right? Spatial awareness. This is one thing you can improve on is spatial awareness, guy. If you want... It will look like you're fast. You're just there. <laughs> you're just there at the right time because you know where to position yourself. That's true. If That's you don't true. have positional awareness, you have to sprint a lot harder to recover or to 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 be in the space that the coach told you to be, like to intercept a past. You don't have to run as hard to do it because you're right there in the right position. Yeah. And what what's also important is another reason why this is mostly genetically based is especially in the in the youth soccer space certain players will develop and grow earlier than others, right? So just because you're 15 and you're the fastest on your team, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to stay like that forever because you could be the fastest because you just hit puberty first and everybody hasn't caught up yet. Um, But I I would agree with you that I would say if I had to give a percentage, I'd say speed is what, 80, 85% genetic? Yeah, those fast twitch muscle, man. You know, you can't, some people are born with more fast twitch muscle than others. Yeah. yeah. Right, you can train as hard as you want, but you ain't going to be as fast as Mbappe unless you have the genetic fundamentals for that. No, that's facts. That's facts. Now, so that's speed. Let's get into number two, recovery. Mm. Genetics mm. or not? What's good? I'm torn. In, in, I'm torn with that. I think I'm 50-50 on that. I'll tell you why I think there's a genetic component into it. Um, just the way the body, some people, what's your ability to recover, right? So it's just you play, you play hard. For example, where yesterday I played hard and my whole left side feels like I had a stroke. Right? Like second, <laughs> I, my whole left side, bro. That's when I know that I'm getting, I'm getting older. Like my, my, my hip hurts, my knee hurts, and my shoulder hurts, Right? So, so what what's happening there? Like, there's likely a buildup of inflammation from 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 going as hard when I haven't played in like two months, right? And somebody's some people's body just flush out inflammation faster than others, right? Some people and some people has to work a little bit harder to recover. Like, I know some cats, like, I play with them. We play several games, right? Um, and we ho- we 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 both condition. Not to say we have the same conditioning. We practice um, about the same amount. And then this guy can just go and play and then play another game. And then me, I play two games. After that, I'm done. And then him, he can keep playing. Um, now, what is he doing on the side? I don't know if he's eating well. I don't know if he's drinking water hydrated recover i don't know so i know there's a guy i know like he doesn't do anything like that i'm over here like trying to sleep drink waters um recover like in terms of nutrition him he doesn't do half as much but he's he's always ready to go mm. there's a genetic component to it how, how fast does your body um you know like recover like flush out inflammation that's genetic and that gives you an advantage in recovery but for sure for sure. Now, the, the rest, I feel like you 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 have to put into work. I think this is I think this is like you said, it's fifty fifty. If you think about the basics of recovery, nutrition, hydration, 
sleeping well, monitoring your load. On on the surface, you're like, oh, I can I can control all of it. But like you said, there's certain things that certain people can do easier than others, right? For example, if you're a heavy sweater, like if you sweat buckets, mm -hmm. you have to do a much better job of having the proper hydration intake that you need to recover than others, right? If you're someone who needs nine hours of sleep, and I, I think a good example of this is if you look at the NBA, um, it's actually proven that some NBA players, they, they don't need eight hours. Yeah, some people don't NBA, need eight hours. That's actually yeah. a gene for that. There's a gene, I remember, there's a, I read this, there's a gene where you don't need, um, people who are like Scandinavian, um, they have this gene where they don't really need to um, to sleep as much as others, like they need four hours and then they'd be good. Yeah, me, I would need I would need nine <laughs> to feel a hundred percent. And you would never make it in the NBA because oh. you're on LA on one day, you're in Chicago the next, you're in Miami the next, you're in Texas the next, and back to LA. You're going back and forth. You're not sleeping. Yeah, your strategy will be different. You have to incorporate naps into your strategy, and and if you have kids, yeah, forget about that. So imagine having kids on a road trip in the NBA. Some people who are built different can handle that better than others, even if they eat whatever they're supposed to, they drink what they're supposed Part of it's genetic, but for this one, I'm going to say mostly not genetic. All right. Number three, technical ability. Oh, what man. do you think? Technical ability. No, nah, that's, 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 that's hard work and sweat, man. Oof. That's hard work and sweat. Um, yeah, that's hard work and sweat. And um, it also depends on your learning ability, I would say, like how, how fast you can learn, right? How fast do you learn? I would say 80-20. 80-20 what? Like 80-20, 80, 80 um, the work you put in, 20, a little bit genetic. Because technical ability to me is um, processing speed. Like, mm. I I put processing speed um, in your technical ability, spatial awareness, the ability to scan and make decision. Uh, ah, no, 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 no. I go back and forth. I go, but nah, that's 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 practice. That's how much practice, and I would that's practice, and it's how much work you put in, and how early you started doing technical work. Mm. There's a component to that too, because I started doing technical work like. When I really was like, if I want to be better, I can't rely on just being alone. Like I need my first touch need to be good. So I started working on technical skills at like 25, 26, mm -hmm. right? When I used to, when I started the soccer obsessed um, Instagram page, that's when I really dedicated to focus on technical ability. It helped tremendously over mm -hmm. the years. Mm -hmm. But when I was young, like I, I just rely on my speed and, um, and spatial awareness. Um, but I didn't have good technique. Like, I, matter of fact, I was I was scared to get take the to to accept the ball. Like, I would not ask for pass. Like, don't give me the ball, please. Like, if somebody had let the opponent has the ball, that's when I'm comfortable because I'm comfortable in my defensive skills. But mm. you give me a pass, man, I am struggling. I was like, oh my god, what do I do? 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 When you work on your technical ability, then you you have the ability to be more poised, more cool, and collected. And that starts when you're young, working on your first touch, working on scanning ability, understanding the game actually is part of technical ability. The IQ. Mm -hmm. The more you play, the more you play with um, systemized, organized game, 
and the more you work on your technical stuff, um, the the better it is. I remember um, I was watching this two days ago. What's his name? Cruff. Cruff was yeah, saying, Johan. Uh, yeah, yeah, Johan Cruff. He was saying um, we start with technical stuff first. That's the fundamental. But my true thing, my true the the, the true thing that's gonna help a player succeed is really positioning awareness. Mm. So he start his philosophy is technique first, and then positional awareness, and then conditioning, speed, and strength and conditioning that comes last. Mm. Technique first, okay. positioning awareness, positioning awareness, and knowing where to be on the pitch. Scanning your ability to scan, which helps you make better decision and understand the game, understanding different position, understanding the team's um, style of play. That that is all learnings. That that's all you learn all this stuff, and the earlier you you immense yourself in this process, the better it is. I I, I go back and forth. I, I think that in terms of technical ability, obviously practice, hard work, dedication plays a massive role that that can't be understated. I I do think that. Not only is there a a genetic component, but more importantly than that, there's an environmental one too, right? Like what environment are you in growing up? Because you look at these Brazilians or even Haitians, right? And you, yeah. you see where they play and, and how, how we grew up and like where, like, you know, playing in the street, you know, like yeah. Joga Bonito, like it's, it's made because of the environment, right? Yeah. And we look at Brazilians and say, wow, what a high level of technical ability. It's like, well, look what the environment was like that we were playing in. It, it's built for that. Well, that's um, that's why I think it's well, that's in yeah, environment, and that's what I think is still not genetics because the environment you're playing in forced you to develop your technical ability, even even though you didn't prepare really for it. But because the space is hard, you're forced to like think about what am I going to do with the ball next when I have it, and then that forces you to always be scanning. Right, that that's true, but that I, I, that yeah. force because because I, I remember when I was a kid, like these, there's a lot of guys who played. Um, we played in the street. Mm. I wasn't, unfortunately, I couldn't because my mom thought you were you were a hooligan if you play soccer in the street. So I couldn't. I just watch others play. These guys weren't practicing like their first touch and stuff like no. that. No, they just no. all learn that stuff in the game. <laughs> but because the space was so concise and there, there's it, space was just there's very little space, so you had to learn how to dribble, how to take a good touch, how to set yourself, create some space off the first touch. That's just stuff that you were forced to learn, um, which the environment forced. And then you play like this all the time, then eventually over time you're going to develop those, 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 those abilities. But I, I can't see the genetic components into it, though. As far as processing speed, I guess that would be the genetic component. Right, you but where processing I, where I speed, processing the game depends on your ability to scan, which is also technical. So I don't know. I, I feel like I see it the most at, at a really young age. Like for, I'll give you an example. Um, my first, one of my first games at Red Bull that I was watching with the academy was it was a U twelve match, and immediately five to six kids like stuck out to me. Like, wh- where'd you get this kid from? He's incredible. Like, not like miles beyond everybody else and i'm like wait where did these all where did these kids come from because you know how do we 
funnel these kids into us. And I mean, it turns out that we had them, most of them by age 10. And I'm just thinking, why is player A so much better than players B, C, D, E, F, G, H? And like, I don't know. Sometimes I see videos of like Messi's kids and I'm like, yo, they kind of got a little bit of him in him, you know? Like, I think it's is it the genes or is it the environment? It's, ex- it's I don't, I don't exposure. Know. Exposure, really. Like, you know, if your dad is successful, right? It's like it's like being rich, right? You know what to do with money. You know, understand money. You understand how finance work. And you pass on those learning. A bit. You pass on um, these fundamentals to your kids. You don't even, sometimes you don't even do it, right? You don't even purposely mm-hmm. do it. They just watch you. And they just pick it up, right? If, you, if you're if you at home, you're always doing some drill with the ball, then your kid's going to learn to do drill with the ball, and then they get better that way. Yeah, that's true. Um, I have a – who's that? Uh, our coach, he's like, yo, look at him. Look at him. Look at a hardy hit. Look at a hardy hit, right? Some Like me, like some kid – I remember I was watching this 8-year-old um, the other day. Like he took a shot. I was like, I can shoot like that. <laughs> he's eight years old and he, he I looked at the form like I saw him about to take the shot I looked at the form he locked his ankle chest is out bam he like I was like damn like he shot and then all the rest of the kids like wow look at how hard he hit the ball and I was like yeah like the technique was like perfect yeah insane I can't shoot like where did he learn that like, must have been practice you, you you don't you're not born with that you, you have to practice that of course now could there be a genetic component in, ter- in terms of like how fast you learn and how fast you integrate this technique? I would say, yeah. Like how fast do you integrate this technique? Oh, you, you would have to because, I mean, when it, it's the concept of neuroplasticity. Of yeah, when, that's what I mean. Like how really fast do you learn them and how fast can you apply them? That's the question. Yeah. Like that's, and I would there, say that's the genetic, be. That's the genetic component be. to it. There's got to be some people where that window is open for longer, where that window is wider. Like you can learn things quicker, easier over that same period of time. I'll but, give you. I'll give you an example. Um, there, are, I know some some kids. Um, like the athleticism. Um, actually play a role in in the technical ability too. Oh yeah. Like they they're kids who they see a move on TV and then they'll go on a field and then they just do it. Right? They they just go on a field and they just do it. Like I remember this kid like I was I was playing with him when I was um I was like 15, right? Every less that we were obsessed 15, 16, obsessed with soccer. Like, we will skip school to watch the game. Mm-hmm. And I remember this kid saw, um, I don't know, he, just, he saw Ronaldinho do, do something. Um, and he's like, man, I'm going to try that this week. I kid you not, man. This kid came in on the pitch the next day. Like, the situation presented. And he just did the move. <laughs> the yep. right time, right technique. And I'm like. Yo, you just watch him do this yesterday. He said, yep. And I try to do the same thing. It took me like a month to actually get it down perfectly. Him, he just could do it. Yeah. Now, I don't know if there's a component of understanding space, um, understanding space and having uh, this this little awareness um, about like when is it appropriate to do the movement. I don't know. He just could do the move. 
and then he could apply it a lot faster than the rest of us did. Then that's when yeah. I would say, like, okay, maybe there's a genetic component onto that. But I think it's just, it's just, and in that genetic component, to me, I think it's just the the learning. Do you understand? Can you can you learn to move fast, and can you implement? Can you apply that in real life situation? That's learning, and I think some people learn faster than others. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we have two more topics, so don't go anywhere. This episode is brought to you by Team Builder. If you're a physical therapist, fitness coach, or personal trainer, you need to know that Team Builder is the number one app for exercise prescription. Whether you're working with a few clients one-on-one as a side hustle, or you're working with hundreds of athletes in an academy setting, there's no better app to prescribe exercises for remote or in-person training than Team Builder. As someone who's used Team Builder for over two years, I can wholeheartedly say It saves me time and helps my clients perform at their best. As a bonus, Team Builder is offering a 12-week soccer strength and conditioning program that comes with your 14-day free trial. This program focuses on increasing strength, power, and speed, all while reducing risk of injury. Head over to teambuilder.com and sign up with the code SFE to get started. Vitruv is a reliable, affordable, an easy-to-use velocity-based training system that allows sports medicine staff to monitor and evaluate an athlete's performance in the gym. There are so many scientific papers supporting velocity-based training, showing how athletes can get stronger, more powerful, and reduce their injury risk. Most of all, it's one of the best ways to maximize athlete intent during a fitness or rehab session. Check out the link in the description to learn more about Vitruv today. All right, we are back on the soccer fitness experience. Our next one, I, I, I think the answer is somewhat obvious, but there there is a bit of discussion to be had. Um, overall height and build, genetic or not? Overall height and build, that's genetics, man. That's genetics. I wish I was like 6'1", but unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> the Lord only blessed me with a 5'8 height, so... There's not much I can do, um, really. And build like some people have more muscle proportion than others. I just like some people are skinny. Yeah, you can put on a little bit of weight onto you, but man, like it just like takes some time. Like for we imagine Neymar, like being built like Cristiano Ronaldo, like like mm, I don't know when Cristiano Neymar's built now. Is the build of Cristiano Ronaldo when he was at Manchester United, like, mm. and we're talking about he's in his thirties. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, no, true. that's 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 just genetics. I mean, can you? I don't know. Yeah, can you eat? Because you remember, I remember when I was young, like I had this fantasy that hey, listen, if I eat this food, if I eat a lot, I'm gonna grow. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Now. Hey, listen, if you have a little bit of money, you know what I'm saying? You got like 10 grand. Insurance is going to cover it. But if you have like 10 grand, you can, you can, you can, you can go from 5'8 to 6'2. Oh, you saw that guy on TikTok. <laughs> no, it wasn't 10 grand. It was 80. It was 80. No, it wasn't 80 grand. Wait, what? It was 80. Yeah, it was 80. 80 kids? Oh, my yeah. God. Yep. Yeah, what we're talking about, guys, is uh, height lengthening surgery. People are doing this now. 
Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, they, they cut your femur, your thigh bone, oh my and they put God. something in it to allow it to get longer. And uh, yeah, oh. people are people are doing it. Yeah. But, that was um, the self-esteem, man. It's just so low. People have to pay to, to have a doctor break their femur or their tibia just so they can get a little bit of height. I ain't gonna lie, man. I, I saw the I saw the result, and I was like, "Yo, <laughs> if I had a little bit of money and this wasn't painful and re- high risk, probably <laughs> would consider it." Yeah, but no, man. The height and build—that's like, just, especially the height. Like, that's genetics. Um, that's genetics. You know why? Because I always thought, man, the reason why some of these people are match much faster. I mean, for, um. I, shoot, now I'm torn a little bit. I think it's like a lot of it is genetics, but depend on the environment you're in. So I, I actually have a, an exact percentage for you. I, I read about this. Oh, the there day. is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So um, height overall is between 60 and 80% genetic. Oh, my God. With the other 20 to 40% being environment, which makes sense. Because I have you ever, and I feel like this is common in Caribbeans and like Africans, right? You ever it's, see it's, a, a, yeah, like a like an immigrant? Like I'll give you an example. My dad, he's just about six foot. I'm six two, and I'm I'm bigger than him. I have like more muscle than him, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like that's a, that's the case for a lot of like uh, like immigrant first generation immigrant and their children like especially the africans like you ever see like a second generation nigerian yeah and everyone's always like saying most nigerian i know are like six feet like I, yeah. it's very rare to to that i mean a nigerian was like my height they always they're always taller but then you see second gen they're kids and they're just massive people yeah. and i'm like yo maybe it's in my head you know but i i, I feel like the second generation immigrant. I mean, because like even my dad growing up, he didn't eat dinner every day. He didn't have lunch every day. Yeah, like, I didn't, I didn't he was skipping meals here and there. And like he grew to be six. And like, trust me, I ate growing up. And I'm a little bit taller, like got a little bit more muscle naturally. Um, I remember but, yeah. when I was, I wonder, was I was, I was like 14, right? Yeah, this is then, I can't tell if it's just me eating or if it's me hitting puberty, right? So, was 14 i remember this kid where he was like considerably taller than me at 14 like he could look down on me right so we went on vacation but this time i went on vacation at my godmother's house who's rich so i was eating like good good every day like i was in like i was in that home where you just like we got like two meals a day no like i was eating anytime i wanted hey man i feel a little hungry let me make a sandwich let me get this milk like I was eating good three months straight. I came back from school. I kid you not. I was the same height as the other kid. <laughs> and I'm talking, this kid was, we, he, we consider him considerably taller than most people, than most people mm-hmm. in our, in our class. I came back. I was the same height as him. I was like, Whoa, what is this? Like, Ooh, man, my confidence soar up. I was like, man, that, but I don't know if I hit puberty, if the puberty hit was intense at that, that summer, or if it's all the food that I ate. I don't know. I think there is a genetic component into it. I mean, um, environmental component to it. Like, you know, kids these days, like they, I don't know what they put in that milk. Like they just, 
just blew they up. Grow. They just they grow. Up. Yeah, especially now, dude. How it, for 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 girls in general? Like I remember girls in Haiti, like. When you hit puberty, when they hit puberty, it's like, you know, like 16 and whatnot. Like here, like I'm looking at 14 year old and I'm like, how old is you? Like, nah, <laughs> like you you even tell me you lying. Like you look 20. That's true. Like these girls look 20 right now and they're like 14. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a different world. Uh, yeah, no, it's true. I didn't know. I was at 60%, 60 to 80% genetics, you said? Yep. And then 20 to 40% environment. Hmm. Yep. Okay. Now, our last one. Ooh. Mental fortitude. This aye, is aye, interesting. Aye, this is, this uh, is really interesting. Let's, yeah, first, let's, let's yeah. explain what that is before we, before we get into it. So, to me, mental fortitude has to do with your ability to to work under pressure um yeah it's really really your ability to work under pressure because if i if it's your ability to work your ability to perform at a high level under pressure because you know Wendy, <laughs> you know you know some 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 players during the regular season man they 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 are beasts and soon as playoff come and then they're in the final or semi-final no something like you don't see him perform as 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 well and then you bring the camera you bring social media you bring espn into it and yahoo news the bbc and then the 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 performance dip even lower because it can't cope with all that pressure um and that's what i mean like your ability to 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 put the same level of performance under pressure, whether it's physical pressure or mental pressure. Well, no, no mental pressure caused some physical, um, some mental pressure too, but you know, all the scrutiny, all the, 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 the negative talks, um, can you, can you maintain a strong mind and still perform? Can you not let that bother you and still perform to the best of your ability consistently too? And, you know that's what separate the greats from the rest. Because when you go at the top level, Andy, like everyone have the same level of ability. Yeah, everyone's world everyone, class. everyone, and the margin of differentiation is really like one or two percent. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why some players like they will do anything to get an edge, even though they like. And then you look at the study, like, yeah, this part is gonna make you like maybe two percent better. And then the the the, the high level players said. I'll take that because I know they'll yep. put me leaps ahead of people. We're like, well, that's just 2%. But you don't understand. Like everyone has this about the same level of ability. So now we're talking margin here. And one of the biggest thing for these players is their, is their mental strength. Is their mental strength, man. That's, that's, that's what separate them from, from the rest. Hmm. Now, after that being said, genetics or not? Um, who I, I would say like I would, I'm going fifty fifty here because there are players who just like like <laughs> things just don't bother them as much right there are players things just don't bother them and then there are players man you you they just get ah uh, I think that has to do with ah uh, yeah yeah I think it's yeah fifty I want to go fifty fifty because part of your mental fortitude has to do with um. Um, early exposure has to do with your self-esteem as well. Um, and you know, self-esteem, there's a, 
genetic component into it. Like if your parents are always anxious and have low self, ah, shoot, I don't even know. Cause if you look at your parent and you, you absorb them from, you absorb their mannerism and their habits since you were a kid. If your parent has low self-esteem issue, you might develop some self-esteem issue. Not because it's genetic, but because you just observe them all the time and you just pick that up. Yeah. I'm um, sure. I can't tell. Tricky. I'm 50, I'm 50 here on that one. I think there's a few components that are genetic that will always be genetic. For example, somebody's personality and their affect. I, I think that is that. Uh, uh, no, I, I don't actually, know if that has anything that. to do with metaphor. Too. They, yeah, they're yeah. they're um they are players like who are always smiling like Ronaldinho, but man, he has great mental strength. Like he he wants stuff. Yeah, Ballon d'Or, yeah. UCLA, World Cup, like. Yeah, and then there are players who, some reason, like under the pressure, they just can't. They just can't do it. Yeah, like, but, yeah I'll but, give you an example, right? That uh, the, the, mm-hmm. that ex- Well, then again, we're talking about uh, meant. It's just the the difference in ability in in how, and 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 what puts you at the greatness level here. But um, when it comes to genetics or not, I'm still torn. Like NBA. Now you got guys that you could put them on any league, and they will beast. And then they'll come to the NBA. And they get like a ten day contract, bro. Like a ten day contract, and you look at this man's ability. You're like, yo, this is the same as you know, like this other dude that that's that's making million. How is he not? How is he not? How is he getting a ten day contract? Well, you know, put the spotlight on them. You know, we're like eighty thousand people in the stadium now. That's a different story now. You're like, shoot, like you have to perform under all these people. Then you start getting to your own head. Um, it's, it's, and some kids can do it better than others. And I don't know if it's personality. I don't know if it's genetics, but like, I remember when I was playing, I didn't do well in the spotlight. Mm. Like the Mm. moment people start screaming, I could hear like all of a sudden my foot, I could not focus on the game anymore. Like my intention was split between I could hear what the crowd is saying and I could, and I, and, and I'm trying to focus on the game. My awareness was everywhere, but some players, they have the ability to just keep their awareness, just winning the game. They just can get into that flow a little bit faster and stay there a little bit more than others. Now, do now is you it genetics like- or if it's, is it trained? Can it be trained? Absolutely. That's why meditation, um, journaling, all that stuff help you with with your mental fortitude and exposure to to high stress situation helps you. Do you feel as if, like, let's say, let's take your example of you not playing well in the spotlight, right? Do you think that rolls over to other aspects of your life as well, or just mainly on the field? Um, that can roll over to other aspects of your life too. I think if you're an anxious person um in general and you 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 have low self-esteem and you're always worrying about what other people are thinking i think you're more predisposed to keep your awareness towards what others will be seeing about you um it's like a scale like there's you you you're mm. more you're more likely to pay attention more towards what somebody else has to say and then you not internal you internalize it differently or you internalize what the person said to you or someone in the crowd said to you. And then next thing you know, you can't perform. Hmm. 
Interesting. Yeah, I, it's this one's tough. There, there's this so one is elements. tough. I don't know, guy, but I do know. But I do know we start with uh, it start with confidence, and confidence is mm. really you know the ability you you have self trust, and I know mm. kids from the womb you can tell like they have they have not from the womb like you like you're looking at like a six seven years old like you can tell like some kids oh man like this kid is confident you can tell that that other kid is gonna need some work now is it genetic or is it something they pick up consciously unconsciously because you know you from the time you were born to like six, that's when you, you're subconscious. You don't really have a conscious mind. Like it's, it's more you just absorbing thing. And I'm wondering if you absorb your environment, your parents, people around you, and, and you, you, you display that level of um, low self-esteem because that's what you absorb. I don't know. It's weird, but I do know some kids have confidence from, from the get go. And then some kids, they need a little bit more work. They need a bit more TLC. Mm. Hmm. And that can this, carry on. Yeah, that can carry on to the game. This is a very interesting topic. I we we should find a guest. Yeah, we do just for that should. last piece because this gets. I did have. Deep. I did have um some. I did have. I did have self esteem issue growing up. Mm. I did have self esteem issue growing up. That forced me to be better. It, it's all like how you 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 respond to it. That forced me to be better. But I do know that. Like, I was so scared for to for someone to nutmeg me. I was dead. <laughs> I you you not dead scared, bro. Someone nut. I was dead scared. That's why I was I was very careful when I play. I positioned myself. I could um you know follow people, uh, contain people really well because I didn't want to overcommit and get nutmeg. That forced me to be a better defender. Mm. But at the same time. I would have anxiety, bro, when someone like I'll make myself open to get a pass, but I would just pray that I don't get the pass because I was so afraid of the mistake that I was gonna that I was gonna make when I get that pass. And if I messed up, oh my god, like I could hear everybody saying, "Oh man, look at Berg. Berg's like, oh man, yeah, we know." Like you said, somebody said, "Yeah, pass him the ball. Pass him the ball." I hear in the crowd someone say, "Pass him the ball," because they could tell that I'm uncomfortable. And I hear mm. passing the ball, and I was like, "Shit, mm. he's gonna give me the ball." And I get the ball, and I'm already like anxious. I was like, "Oh my god, I better not lose it. Let me pass it quickly to somebody who was good." Right? I had to learn. To I remember that I, was, I had to learn to force myself to put myself and stay open and ask for the ball, even though I'm comfortable, just just getting through it. Uh, I had to learn that. But growing up, because I had some self esteem issue, that got, got kind of that kind of got carried into the game. Mm. That, we that, should that, really find a guest to talk about the 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 mental aspect. Uh, I, I think this, that'd be great if it's, yeah. if it's genetic or not. But I do know that you can get better with this because. How do you get your mind? Your ability to have a strong mind is really your ability to uh, stay in flow, really focus your awareness onto the game. And really, if a bad situation presents itself or you made a mistake or you 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 it's the it's the last penalty to win the World Cup and you you put the ball in, in the air, like how you recover from that the next year, like that has to do with how you interpret that. Um, information, how you interpret that mistake, 
and not let it bother you for the rest of your life, right? So, <laughs> and that all that all of that is a skill that you can learn. Meditation can help you process all those stuff better. Journaling can help you with those. Um, and being around people who are strong-minded and see how they react to situation can teach you how to have a stronger mind. Mm-hmm. For but sure. you For can hundred sure. percent improve your mental fortitude because I know people. There's people who have a whole business on how to get a stronger mind. That's why sports psychologists <laughs> and human performance, uh, you know, sport performance and human uh, sports psychologists exist. It's a real thing. It's a real mm-hmm. thing that works. It really does. The mind is interesting, bro. Yeah, very. Very. very interesting you could somebody could be dead tired and they're like oh my god i don't want to play and then you say the right thing to motivate them all of a sudden you feel like they recover like a hundred percent and then two minutes earlier they were struggling mm-hmm. yeah that's facts but um i i think that's that's enough for today but yeah. this topic will be revisited we will find a guess about this and we'll we'll continue the discussion another day but um thank you all for listening peace and love and we'll see you all next time Peace out.